and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. This is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host today reading uh, episode 28.3, and we are in chapter 5 of 1 Corinthians. Uh, so welcome, and thank you for being here again. Um, you know, we are really uh, doing well. I'm so proud of everybody who's hanging in there uh, and reading through. Uh, Corinthians is not easy, at least not for me. I don't know if it is for anybody else, but I'm, I'm, uh, and this today is again, the same. It's, you know, a lot of stuff that I think I understand it. Uh, and I will explain it the way I think it is, but, uh, it could be totally off the mark here. I don't know, but, um, but again, it's a short chapter. So we, uh, so, but it, I'm finding Corinthians a little bit difficult. I don't know if it's because of their, the, the dissent that's in the, in the church or in their, in the, in their church. I don't know. It, it's just really, uh, it seems to me like Paul is just kind of pounding them, you know, and, uh, I, I don't know. So it's, uh, this is a tough nugget to get through. So, um, but anyway, um, I'm just glad that we're all doing it together and, um, just trying to get, uh, get, you know, get whatever it is we can, what the Lord's trying to tell us. That's what, what we do. And you keep reading and getting to know him better and he reveals things to you. That's the way I look at it. So <clears throat> anyway, um, so again, thank you for being here. I don't know what time it is that you're getting to listen to this, but uh, it's about noon, my time. And uh, we've got two more episodes and then we will be um, uh, with Jeremiah again on Friday. So, or yeah, Friday. So uh, I will not uh, delay. Let's go ahead and open up in prayer and, um, and then we'll uh, dive right in. <clears throat> Holy and heavenly Father, we become we have come to your mighty throne. We bow before you and we praise you. We praise your holy name. We're so thankful and so grateful that you are our, our heavenly Father and you take care of us and you provide our needs when we need it and uh, according to what your will is. Uh, thank you for bringing us together in this time. I pray that you anoint this time bless it and reveal to us what it is that you want us to know from this reading. <clears throat> Lord, I pray blessings over every person out there who's listening or watching. Uh, we thank you for this opportunity to further your kingdom and to hopefully be a blessing to anyone out there who's listening to this. Lord, bless this time. Um, empty us of ourselves and clear us of our minds and the world and everything that has anything to do with the world and just let us be just absorb you and and internalize everything that you want us to know and to understand more just uh, just fill us with your spirit lord bless those who are out there and uh, bless their um, families and their finances and their health lord just um just put a covering over them uh, as well as our families. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to take a little drink first. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> All right. So we are episode 28.3. <clears throat> and oh, by the way, 
as of today, we have uh, all the episodes through up through 5.5 uploaded to YouTube. So you can watch the videos if you want. And we're slowly getting them up there. So um, it takes time, but we'll get there. Chapter 5, 1 Corinthians. Paul condemns spiritual pride. I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you, something that even pagans don't do. I am told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother. You are so proud of yourselves, but you should be mourning and sorrow and shame, and you should remove this man from your fellowship. Even though I am not with you in person, I am with you in the spirit, and as though I were there, I have already passed judgment on this man, In the name of the Lord Jesus, you must call a meeting of the church. I will be present with you in spirit, and so will the power of our Lord Jesus. Then you must throw this man out and hand him over to Satan so that his sinful nature will be destroyed, and he himself will be saved on the day the Lord returns. Your boasting about this is terrible. Don't you realize that this sin is like like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. Get rid of the old yeast by removing this wicked person from among you. Then you will be like a fresh batch of dough made without yeast, which is what you really are. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. So let us celebrate the festival, not with the old bread or wickedness and evil, but with the new bread of sincerity and truth. When I wrote to you before, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin, but I wasn't talking about unbelievers who indulge in sexual sin or are greedy or cheat people or worship idols. You would have to leave this world to avoid people like that. It means that you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer yet indulges in sexual sin or is greedy or worships idols or is abusive or is a drunkard or cheats people. Don't even eat with such people. <clears throat> it isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it, it, but it certainly is your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. God will ju- judge those on the outside, but as the scripture says, you must remove the evil person from among you. All right, this is pretty harsh as far as I, I'm reading. It seems pretty tough, but at the same time, I think I understand, and I'm not going to pick this apart like I normally do, so this is going to be a really short episode, Um, but I think, um, you know, he's talking about this man who's living in sin with his stepmother. They are being proudful and boasting about it, but but he's saying you should be mournful and uh, in sorrow and shame, and they, and he wants them to remove the man from your fellowship, so so I think, um, and then, you know, it keeps going on. You must call a meeting of the church. I will be present with you in spirit, and so will the power of our Lord Jesus. <clears throat> then you must throw his, this man out and and hand him over to Satan so that his sinful nature will be destroyed. I think physically you have to, He's. I think that physically he has to be removed to get rid of the sinful nature, I think. And so that one day he will, you know, when the Lord returns, he 
he will be saved, hopefully on the day that the Lord will save, because you've destroyed the sinful nature is what you're trying to do. Um, but while he is, I think, while he's living in the sinful nature, he cannot be a part of um, the church. You can't, because you're not setting a good example is what I'm thinking. So like, it's as if, uh, if, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. But I think that if you have, a, if you're in a church and you have somebody working at your church and everybody knows that they are doing something they shouldn't be doing, and they continue to do it, what kind of example is that to be setting for the congregation? I think is what it is. And so I think that that's what they're trying to say here. It's like, so when you know that somebody has done something uh, they shouldn't be doing, they normally remove that person from. Uh, being in a position in the church is what I understand. <clears throat> and and I've seen it. I've seen it time and time again. There was a time, a long time ago, apparently uh, there was a church where there was uh, some person, an admin assistant or somebody who was, you know, kind of embezzling money. And they finally figured out what that person was doing. And they, they fired her, you know, because, you know, they, they realized what she was doing. Well, you can't keep a person like that in the church. Uh, hopefully they will repent uh, and there will be forgiveness. Uh, whether you allow them to come back or not, I don't know. I mean, if somebody steals from you, from your business, you're probably not going to hire them back again. Um, you know, it's kind of like when you, you know, when you get lied to. Um, you don't want to get lied to, but... You know, if you are lied to, are you going to trust that person again? You might give them another chance, maybe. You, but you know, it's tough. It's a tough road to get back from. Once you've sinned against somebody, it's really hard to get back uh, their trust. So I think that that's where this is kind of, I, you know, this is what it feels like to me. This is what I'm getting from it. So, uh, and then it goes back to <clears throat> yeast being used as an example as uh, the sin and then the sin uh, is uh, removed from the the batch and then you will be like a fresh batch of dough made without yeast which is what you really are um, Christ our Passover lamb I love this because we are in the middle of Holy Week right now Christ our Passover lamb has been sacrificed for us so let us celebrate the festival not with the old bread of wickedness and evil but with new bread of sincerity and truth you know this is the week that we're celebrating the sacrifice of our lord jesus on the cross so this kind of falls right into what we are uh celebrating right now so uh and then again he says i told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin he's not talking about unbelievers because the unbelievers are the ones that we're trying to save it's the believers who are living in the sin and that, you know, you're not supposed to associate with because that's, just a, I think, a bad reflection. Um, and yet, uh, so, uh, you're not, I, I don't know, it isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it certainly is your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. You know, you, you got to get rid of the, the sinful natures that are inside of your, your church because you want your church to flourish. So that's what I'm getting out of this. Um, you know, uh, if anybody has anything different to say, please feel free to email me at uh, Lorraine Montgomery uh, at 
leapoffaithpodcast.org. Uh, I'd be happy to hear and engage in a conversation with you. Um, but I think, um, or you can, you know, make a comment on Facebook. Uh, but, you know, I think that uh, it's like when your kids sin against you, you know, when they do something foolish and, you know, you, you, you correct them and, you know, of course, you're not going to kick them out of the house, but... Uh, it's tough. It's tough when they do something that they shouldn't do. And, you know, you kind of have, you know, that something in the back of your head, you know, that makes you think, well, are you doing it now? You know, are you going to do it now? Or, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's a tough little nugget. So, all right. Well, that's what I'm getting, uh, out of this. But, uh, like I said, feel free to communicate with me and let me know your thoughts. Um, oops, I just dropped my pencil. Uh, so, uh, again, we are in the middle of um, uh, Holy Week. And, of course, this is a perfect opportunity for anybody out there who has not made a decision to become a believer in Christ, a follower. Um, always give you the opportunity because I never want to be able to say that I didn't give you the opportunity to do it. So, um, And if you do become a believer, I would love to hear from you. So, um, anyway... Uh, so we'll say the prayer, and uh, believers are free to say it with. Um, <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. Thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all my sins. Past present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into the only place that he fits in my heart, and I will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Mark it in your Bible. Today was the day. Put a check mark next to today's reading uh, that we read through it, and uh, start living for Jesus. Uh, get to a church and um, uh you know, celebrate. Tell the person who's been praying for you. Uh, get to a pastor. If you've got questions, they'll help you navigate to the next step. Uh, and again, we always tell you get to a ministry, um, uh, volunteer, uh, start a ministry, start a Bible study, uh, get part of a small group, a support group that, you know, you need an accountability partner. Uh, so go ahead and do that and, um, and keep reading your Bible one chapter at a time. Uh, one day at a time. So with that said, uh, I appreciate every person out there who's listening. And I pray that this ministry will continue to grow and blossom and uh, just be a blessing to anybody out there who is listening. Um, and I think that's about it for today. So God bless you today for this morning, this evening, this afternoon, whatever time it is that you're listening to me. And um, go have a great day. God bless you. And I'll see you tomorrow.